Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Fantasy update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe Galina, along with uh, George Kurtz, Sean Angle, keeping us flying straight, producing our show, doing a great job as always. And we've been having some fun here, just breaking down uh, some uh, team schedules, going over the uh, over-under uh, win totals as predicted by Las Vegas. So uh, we just uh, went over the Packers schedule. Uh, George hasn't won in 12 games. So uh, you think that they could contend for Super Bowl this year, George? Probably not. Uh, just because I have 12 mm-hmm. winning 12 games, I think Minnesota is a better team in the division. Assuming Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. uh, does uh, you know, an adequate job, which I think he will. And I, was mm-hmm. like the, I think the Rams are a better team. You can make an argument that Philadelphia is a better team. New Orleans, this is the conference from hell. I mean, these mm-hmm. uh, the Falcons are a good team as well. It's also where I don't know who Bra- – I know one of those six teams I just mentioned won't make the playoffs. I imagine an injury will mm-hmm. determine that. You know, if someone like Aaron Rodgers gets hurt again, obviously they're not right. going to get in the playoffs. If Matt Ryan gets hurt or if uh, – mm-hmm. I think the Rams could survive without Jared Goff. Uh, but if uh, they lose a significant play or players, they'll be tough getting in. But I think a better question would be what team, you know, of the other ten that are in the, that conference sneaks in over what team? And you want to say mm-hmm. you're a Giant fan. Right? Oh, Giants make the playoffs. Okay, over who? Who are we taking out? That's what's so mm-hmm. hard for me. Who are we taking out? You can't take out the Rams no matter what because there's nobody else in that division. Uh, San Fran's mm-hmm. up and coming. They're not going to challenge the Rams. Uh, I mean, New Orleans, and uh, it's, just, it's tough for me. That's why it's so tough. Anybody see the Philadelphia Eagles not making the playoffs? I mean, it, it's really tough for me here. That's why the NFC is, is going to uh, – the NFC, not the East. The NFC is brutal. Hmm. Yeah, you bring up a good point. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess if I can, you see the Eagles not making the playoffs. I, I don't think so. No, I can't. I mean, mm, that team, yeah. the Eagles. When you um, look at yeah. their, what's amazing about the Eagles is they a lot have of interchangeable parts all yeah. over the place. I mean, they can afford mm-hmm. an injury or two. You know, you saw mm-hmm. it last year. Wentz went down. Okay, Foles took over. Now, I do think Foles pretty much sold his soul. And that's why he played so well. I don't think he's all that great a quarterback. Yeah, but mm-hmm. still, he's, a, he's an adequate backup. No matter how you look at it, mm-hmm. he's an adequate backup. Yeah, they, running back, we already said it. It doesn't really matter. Jai, Clements, Sproul, Smallwood, Pumphrey, Josh Adams, who they drafted, they're fine then. No matter if one or two gets hurt. Jeffrey Aguilar, you wouldn't want both out. But if one's gone, you're okay, Mac Wallace. Mike, Mac Hollins, I have a lot of faith in him. They got Aiken, mm-hmm. uh, Marcus Wheaton as depth as well. Ertz gets hurt. You got Goddard, who you drafted here. The defense is the same thing. And remember, they get Sidney Jones back. Uh, mm. he, they drafted him um, higher than they probably should have a few years ago when they knew he was pretty much going to redshirt last year and couldn't play. But now he's back. He'll play. You, know, you got all these pass rushers. You know, Michael Bennett, who's a situational pass rusher. Chris Long. I mean, this team is so deep in the salary in the salary cap area. It's really amazing what they've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you mentioned Foles selling his soul. I mean, he's been so good, and yet at times throughout his career, he's been you know, pretty average. I mean, when you look at 2013, right? That he had that uh, career year: 27 touchdowns, two interceptions. Then uh, 2015. Uh, I think he was with the with, might have been with the Rams. At the, Eleven starts, seven touchdowns, eleven interceptions, and maybe he did <laughs> sell his soul. Uh, but you can't take away what he did uh, last season, guiding uh, the Eagles through the playoffs. So uh, just back to the Packers real quick. Then we'll get to uh, our next team. Um, there was a story about uh, Randall Cobb being chopped. Uh, you think any credence to that at all? 
Well, Green Bay almost immediately denied. I think it's, it might be one of those situations where I wouldn't say shopped, but you know his name may have come up. Yeah, you know, and he just a mm-hmm. cub, and sort of that thing, but not really shopping. I mean, once mm-hmm. again, it's, well, it's if you own a t- if you're running a team, everybody's available. You know, Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers is available for the right price. Yes, it would cost you pretty much your, the entire other franchise, but he's available. <laughs> you know, I right. don't think I ever say this guy's not available ever. I mean, really, truly, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's ever not available. Yeah, that's the way I run things here. But uh, Cobb is nothing special at this point in his career. He hasn't done anything mm-hmm. in a couple of years, slot receiver. Maybe things get better yeah, from this definitely year. Definitely on his way down. It's not there. Yes. Mm-hmm. So either way, I don't think this is. I don't think this is major news. No. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I look also when he was asked to kind of be the guy uh, two years ago when Nelson went down with his season-ending injury. It just kind of faded in the background. Uh, we've spoken about Geronimo Allison. Uh, some people seem to be uh, warming up to him, and people, I mean, you know, drafters. Uh, are you warming up a little bit more to him? I mean, is he just uh, kind of a shot in the dark for you? Well, he's more than a shot in the dark. Now. That's, that's the problem. You know, he was sure mm-hmm. a sleeper coming into the season, but we've all talked about him a million times, and so now you got to spend more uh more capital form, where maybe two months ago you could have got him in the 14th round. Now he's round 10, round 11. You know, receiver's deep. I understand it's the old, well, he's playing with Aaron Rodgers. Could have some value there. And I agree, he could. Mm-hmm. So am I, am I interested, Joe? Sure. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm not spending a round nine pick on him. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Receiver is so deep. Right. And what about their running game here? We have uh, Jamal Williams probably going to open up as the yeah. number one running back, right, for them. Uh, Aaron Jones suspended first two games. Ty Montgomery, kind of a hybrid running back wide receiver guy. You get him in the ninth or tenth round of drafts. Uh, Jamal Williams, do you think he has a shot of holding on to that job? Or do you think eventually it's going to be a uh, that dreaded running back by committee situation? It smells like committee to me. I mean, mm-hmm. purely, Aaron Jones is out for the first couple of games. Right? He's suspended, so mm-hmm. he'll be back week three. Uh, mm-hmm. Montgomery had a, uh, uh, a foot injury last night, although they don't believe that's serious. Jamal Williams currently has an ankle injury, so they're all mm-hmm. banged up too. That's just great. You know, it doesn't make anything mm-hmm. any clearer there. It's another situation, Joe, where perfect world, want nothing to do with it. You know, let someone mm-hmm. else try and figure it out. Too many cooks in the kitchen there. Uh, I, and Aaron Rodgers, we know during the, uh, during the season – even those goal line plays, throws a lot of them. I mean, it's not, mm-hmm. even, not even getting it to the back. He's still throwing the ball there. So I'm going to pass. Mm-hmm. You know, if I had to pick somebody, uh, I mean, right now it would be Jamal Williams, Montgomery Jones. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a game-by-game situation. could be series-by-series. could be the hot guy. could be a game plan. You know, either way, I don't want to deal with it. And based on what you just said about, you know, Aaron uh, Rodgers throwing the ball and a lot of red zone uh, situations could mean uh, a decent season for Jimmy Graham, uh, who we talked about last week. Maybe not, you know, getting, uh, hu- maybe not putting up huge numbers PPR wise, but uh, you know, uh, in standard league wise, just based on the potential from maybe a double digit, you know, eight to ten touchdowns, uh, he might be a, a decent year for Jimmy Graham. Yeah, I think uh, Jimmy Graham is going to have. Well, you said I, I ten plus touchdowns doesn't shock me. Doesn't mm-hmm. shock me at all. My problem with Graham is I don't know how many receptions you're going to get between the twenties. You know he doesn't mm-hmm. have that that burst he uh, he once had. Injuries up there in age have slowed him down some. So that's my issue with Graham. It's not the mm-hmm. uh, the touchdowns. I think he will be that red zone target, that guy that Aaron Rodgers can look to. I know people are going to point out, well, Rodgers never really uses the tight end. Well, you know what? Outside of Michael Finley, he's never had one really worth using. Right. You know, and this year, and he's right. had better wide receivers in the past as well. He doesn't have that anymore. You know, you can make mm-hmm. an argument that after Devontae Adams, it is Jimmy Graham. That could mm-hmm. be his next target there. So uh, I have some hope for Graham. He's a top six tight end because I, I truly have to believe the touchdowns are coming. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. Uh, the, the Talk about the Vikings. Vikings uh, over on their number regarding win totals this season is 10. So let's, let's take a look at their schedule, all right? Uh, they open up uh, at home against the uh, San Francisco 49ers. That's a fun game, right? We're going to see Garoppolo against some top-notch competition. Certainly won't be easy for him uh, mm-hmm. against the 49ers. Uh, Minnesota gets the win. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, but it should be a fun one. Uh, at Green Bay? I think I already said Minnesota wins the game. Yeah, right. So that's, that's right, you did. Uh, Buffalo? 
that's another win for them. Yeah, next. Next. <laughs> At L.A. Rams Thursday night. This is silly. This game should not be on a Thursday night. I mean, mm-hmm. this is maybe the two best teams in the uh, in the NFC, and there's two reasons it should be on a Thursday night. One, this could determine home field advantage at the mm-hmm. end of the season. These, these teams could both get the same record. And two is now Minnesota gets, if they play Buffalo, weaker teams, so they don't even care about the short week. They'll be okay. And then they get a couple of extra days to play Philadelphia, another uh, very good team in the NFC. So and they, mm-hmm. they get a little bit of a, you know, a bonus there. It's, a, uh, it's silly. You're going to play these games on Thursday. At least don't make them between two top teams. Not a fan of this at all. All right. Uh, after my little thing there, it's at the Rams. <laughs> I got to go Rams. All right. Uh, and uh, they're at Philadelphia. What had you said with this one? I think I said Minnesota earlier because of the break. Yeah. Okay. So that's their fourth win. And then uh, they play home against the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, that's a win. Yes. Followed by uh, a road game against the Jets. Yeah, yeah, win. Win number six. Um, at home against the Saints. Interesting. Hmm, could, could this be the revenge game? Can that cornerback hmm. make the tackle this time? Maybe not let <laughs> Stefan Diggs uh, get away here. Yes. I'll, I'll go with the revenge yeah. game. Let, let, let's, get, let's give a win for New Orleans here. There you go. Classic uh, memories from last year's playoffs in that one. And then uh, before the last game before the bye, they're home against Detroit. Yeah, I'll give them a win. Me too. Yeah, especially if they're going to lose to the Saints. They have a bye week, and then they open up at Chicago. Tough, but I, once again, I love the extra week. Love the extra mm-hmm. week here that they get that little bonus there. Uh, a win it is. That's their eighth win. That's a tough one. That's a tough one to call. But uh, it is. And tough. then they play. I agree. Yeah, they play home <laughs> against Green Bay. Which uh, God, anybody remember what I did? I say two and zero for Minnesota against Green Bay. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. So that's All right, the so ninth we win. Go. Yeah, um, and we have at New England week thirteen. Boy, I think I, I think I had them beating New England too. Well, did I, maybe I had New mm-hmm. England winning. Let's go New England. New England. Uh, I'm with you on that one. Uh, at Seattle Monday night. Yeah, I said this. Seattle's not the team they used to be. This might have been mm-hmm. a big thing at one time. Yeah, it's not anymore. This is, this is not the, uh, the same team, the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, no, Minnesota. Tenth win for me, uh, Minnesota. Uh, Miami at home. That's a win for the Vikings, right? Indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, last two games at Detroit and then home against Chicago. They're going to split. They're going to split with Detroit mm-hmm. and Chicago. They're getting them 12 wins as well. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But I could see it happening. With green, I mean, uh, green, I can, yeah. You could see the thing here, though, I mean, in mm-hmm. regards to these schedules. It looks like the NFC Central has the easiest schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, that means they're, they're, playing the week, they're playing the AFC East, no shock. You get three right. games. You know, Miami, you get Buffalo, and you get the Jets. You have to beat all three of those teams. They're all rebuilding, you know, mm-hmm. regardless of what Miami might think. They're, they're majorly re- rebuilding there. It's only New England you're truly worried about, and they're not the team they used to be. That's why the mm-hmm. NFC is brutal because the AFC. The, I don't know if there's a great team in the AFC. You know, Pittsburgh. Yeah, okay, Jacksonville. Yeah, Houston. They're they're good teams, but I don't know about a great. They all team. have Chargers, their issues, same thing. right? Mm-hmm. They right. All have their little. Well, question the NFC marks. Is, is loaded with teams, so I think mm-hmm. uh, in this case, once again, schedule is going to determine who gets that home field advantage, and the NFC Central seems to have the advantage here. They seem to have the easier schedule. Once again, right. it's August uh, 25th. What's going to happen when injuries take effect during the season? Things tend to change, but as of right now, I'd be wishing I was in the NFC Central. There you go. So you take the over on the uh, the 10 win. Uh, expectation from uh, Vegas. Uh, so Vikings, very, very good defense, right? They even added uh, safety George Iloka. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, uh, uh, to improve the defense this week, right? Um, the offensive line uh, hasn't been playing as well as we'd like it to uh, recently, right? It, it had been pretty bad then. Uh, it had improved. I'm talking over the past few years. So, uh, but, uh, you know, there are a lot of people talking about this uh, Dalvin Cook, Latavius Murray sharing carries. I mean, personally, I mean, I know Latavius Murray is going to have his role, but I think uh, by far Cook is going to be the bell cow here. I mean, 
I would say what, 70-30 split, 70%, 30% split in, in Cook's uh, favor? That's my opinion. Well, the question will be when does that happen? Mike Zimmer already came out and said, at least in the early going, Murray's going to play. And what well, he's trying probably, to say there I, I is agree. that, hey, we're going to take it easy with Dalvin Cook until he's completely healthy. So mm-hmm. what is early going for Mike? A game? Two games? Four? You know, mm-hmm. so we need to know that. What's going to happen once Dalvin Cook's the man? Is Murray the goal linebacker? Is Murray going to spell Cook for a series? You know, does Murray have to get eight to ten touches again? What, what's, you know, we don't know what the breakdown is, so it's a, it's a little muddled here. That being said, mm-hmm. I, even if you're negative Ned, how far are you dropping Cook? He's still, a, a, you know, a, a, a running back one. So you're dropping mm-hmm. a mid-second round? Okay. If you want to, I don't have a problem with that if you want to do that. Uh, it's annoying somewhat, but I'll still take my chances with Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I'm looking at NFFC ADP rankings, and I went from July 20th to the present, and he's the 10th uh, running back still coming off the board. So uh, apparently uh, it's not really scaring people. You know, I mean, uh, you know, and I agree with you. Murray will have a role going forward. Uh, keep in mind, uh, Vikes do like to run the ball. Fifth highest percentage of run plays last season. Uh, according to, I think it's PFF, uh, they have the second easiest schedule for running backs. So uh, I think there's going to be plenty of carries to go around. Yeah, the Vikings are going to want to protect their defense. And you, you do that by running the ball here. Uh, and they, mm-hmm. listen, Murray is a capable back. You know, the, uh, the Vikings are going to be just fine here. And Dalvin Cook, you mentioned it, mid-second round at worst. You're fine with him as a running back one. Mm-hmm. All right, we got more coming up. More fantasy football breaking down schedules. Listen to Weekend Fantasy Update. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. We're back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. And I want to remind you that we're giving away more World Series tickets on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This time it's to the winner of free DFS baseball contests. The contests are sponsored by DKMS, who are looking for your help in the fight against blood cancer. For many patients, a bone marrow transplant is the best chance for survival. While 30% of patients can find a matching donor in their families, 70%, that's nearly 14,000 each year, must rely on a benevolent stranger to step up and donate. You can find out how you can help the cause and win 2018 World Series tickets playing free daily fantasy baseball by going to dailyroto.com slash DKMS. That's dailyroto.com. Slash DKMS. It's your ticket to the World Series and blood cancer patients' ticket to life. So, uh, George, will you uh, do you follow the uh, Little League World Series at all? Because uh, my hometown Staten Island uh, team um, went pretty far in the competition. They they lost two games this week, but uh, they they got pretty far. It's the Mid Island League, Mid Island Staten Island League. No, I, I don't really follow the League World Series. Uh, I do see the highlights of it, uh, but I don't. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. not watching any of the games. No, I watch enough of the Major League Baseball where uh, I think I'm good not watching anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've been focusing, and we're going to continue to focus on fantasy football. Uh, but uh, in terms of uh, baseball, there's a little news coming out. Uh, Buster Posey going to have that hip surgery. Catcher first baseman for the San Francisco Giants uh, could affect him uh, appearing in the uh, spring training for the Giants next year. See, this made very little sense to me. We've known about this for at least a week to 10 days. Maybe the Giants have known mm-hmm. about this longer. 
Why mm-hmm. ha- is he still playing? Why hasn't he been pulled yeah. out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, mean uh, let's really, face it. I mean, uh, I mean, the Giants. How far out are they at a first place? I mean, then you know, basically, uh, they weren't going to win that division, right? They were a nice story for a while. They had played mm-hmm. uh, above expectations for uh, a good part mm-hmm. of the season. And, you know, I, and I understand that you want the fact that he can play through it. You want to have him play. But once you became out of it, and they've been out of it for a little bit now, uh, mm-hmm. you, you say, hey, that's it. We're shutting you down. You know, it doesn't matter anymore. We want to make sure you're as healthy as possible for next year. So I thought this was uh, – it was strange how the Giants handled this. I was surprised he didn't mm-hmm. go on the uh, – the DLX, I've known about this for at least seven to ten days. And it's, it may yeah. not be even longer than that. So I was surprised mm-hmm. they didn't make this move earlier. They're nine games out in the Western mm-hmm. Division. All right, so you're done there. You're certainly not catching anybody there. In the wild card, they are nine games out. So you're not mm-hmm. catching anybody there. You know, this hasn't changed much the past couple of, the, of uh, days. So uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't get why they waited this long. Mm-hmm. How are you doing in your uh, fantasy baseball league uh, that you're playing in? I mean, have you been able to keep focused, the, you know, based on, uh, I mean, so much of our attention's been turned to fantasy football. Uh, how, how's it going for you in fantasy baseball at this stage? Well, you know, it's, it's what we do. I've been doing this for a long time now, so you learn how to uh, differentiate the time. Uh, listen, mm-hmm. I had a mock uh, with Chris Meany. I, I did a mock uh, hockey draft this week. Uh, an industry mm-hmm. hockey uh, wow. uh, draft. You know, hockey hockey's right around the corner. It's a little early for hockey, but uh, mm-hmm. Chris needed a, a mock for uh, for fan tracks. We did it. And, you know, I know mm-hmm. uh, in that uh, I play in a dynasty league with Chris, a salary cap league, which is a lot of fun. Uh, that mm-hmm. that draft is in a couple of weeks. My home league hockey starts in. Uh, we're setting up the draft now. I think it's a month from now. So hockey's also uh, built up. But yes, I've been able to follow, uh, keep up with my baseball teams. Uh, mm-hmm. I was about to say, luckily, it's actually not luckily. I only have one team that's doing well. I only played in mm-hmm. four, once again, four or five baseball leagues as well. Same theory as football. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have right. one that's going to make the playoffs, a total points league, uh, which is my home league. I'm in second place. My brother's actually in first, and I just I can't have that. My brother cannot beat me. Unfortunately, I'm that team that, that can't stay healthy. I mean, the past, uh, I had Mike Trout. I know he came back last night, thankfully. Uh, yeah. Joey Votto, DL. Earlis Chapman, mm-hmm. DL. Trevor Bauer, DL. So uh, not all that happy with these guys that keep getting hurt here. And after a while, it's only so many DL slots you can uh, you can survive with. That that league's a strange one for me uh, because mm-hmm. my first round pick is Trout. He's now missed I think five weeks that I haven't been able to use him this year for various injuries uh, and the death uh, his brother the death of his brother in law. Second round pick, yeah. Josh Donaldson, waste. Uh, Noah mm-hmm. Syndergaard was my third round pick. All right, he's been he's missed about two months of the season with uh, you know the injury and then the uh, foot and mouth disease. Uh, fourth round pick mm. Dallas Keuchel, waste. You know, fifth round mm. pick Robinson Cano. Thank you so much for getting suspended there, buddy. Uh, <laughs> so I have no idea. The problem is I have no idea how I'm in second place in this league. None, because mm-hmm. you know, I with all these problems, uh, I don't know how I survived. Even my keepers. Uh, we, mm. It's a three-keeper league. I kept Mazzara. He just got off the deal after being out a month. Bauer, obviously, already on it. And Wilson Contreras has been a waste. So uh, I honestly have no idea how I'm in second place. Mm. Yeah, uh, like you, I, I'm in four leagues. Uh, and, and two of the four, I'm doing well. The other two, just, you know, basically it's been a bad season. But uh, the, uh, the Greenwich Street uh, Tavern League, which uh, I won partnering up with uh, Chacha and... Um, Mike Florio last season, so Florio d- dropped off of our team and went with the BFFs. Uh, so it's just me and Chacha uh, splitting a team, and we're, we're in first place. And it, I'm hoping that we could hang on. I mean, we uh, coming in today, we have a seven-point league. But I'll tell you, Adam Ronis, uh, you hear him on the network uh, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Uh, as good as advertised because uh, you know, you know, we had double-digit uh, lead over him, but he's closing the gap. We still have a seven-point lead uh, over him, but uh, he's a guy that really doesn't uh, quit. So uh, tip my cap to uh, Adam Ronis. But uh, in terms of you know our team, what's what's got us there? I'll tell you, we picked up Gleyber Torres. We picked up Miguel Andahar. Uh, ben Intendi really came on after like a slow start, right, after that first month. Uh, Nick Williams has been playing well off the wave of wire for us, and, and we went with Scherzer, uh, you know, uh, 
you know, early on. And, uh, you know, he has been the man. And we also, uh, Blake Snell has been uh, doing real well for us as well. So uh, it's been a fun year, you know. And uh, we even picked up uh, Clay Buckholz a few weeks ago. So uh, it's been a fun year and uh, just uh, hope to hang on. Yeah, Ronas is one of the, uh, it absolutely is one of the best in the industry. I played against mm-hmm. him in a lot of leagues, and uh, I'll be honest with you, I don't know if I've ever mm-hmm. finished ahead of him when it mattered. In other mm-hmm. words, when we've both been in the money, or both near the top. Right. I'm sure I finished ahead of him where we were both out of it, where it just, you know, who cares? But uh, right. when it mattered, uh, I know for a while there, uh, he was starting to piss me off because I, I just couldn't get over the guy. Couldn't get mm-hmm. over him. Uh, so it was uh, it was frustrating. <laughs> uh, Adam, they yeah. say he doesn't give up. He, and, uh, he's a guy you know is not going to make the wrong move. It may not pay mm-hmm. off. Always was may not pay off, but he's not going to make the wrong move. Right. And he will keep right. coming at you over and over again. Yep. Uh, hopefully we could. Uh, I think we will. But you know, I do not take him uh, lightly. So tip my cap to him. So let's take a look at the Rams schedule. Get back to a little fantasy uh, football. So uh, Rams. Uh, they open up the season at Oakland. That's a Monday night game. And uh, what, the Monday night, they're still doing that, uh, those two games, right? The early game and the late game? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be September 10th, I believe. And the Rams are going to kick the Raiders' ass. <laughs> okay. And uh, then they play Arizona at home. Yeah, it's a W, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chargers at home. Battle of Los Angeles. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, both teams are going to be playing in the same building, too, in a few years. Um, it's a tough game, man. I really like the Chargers this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Boy, I, I'm looking down the schedule here. When am I going to pick a loss for the Rams? All right, give me a loss. Here. Give me the Chargers. I can't, keep, I can't say they're going to go 14-2 or something silly like that. Give me, okay. the, give me the Chargers. All right. All right. Uh, what do you love about the Chargers this year? The, their defense, uh, you know, Phillip Rivers, been a very consistent uh, quarterback, fantasy wise and non fantasy wise. Uh, has some uh, some you know lost Gates, lost uh, Hunter Henry, but still has some some weapons there at wide receiver. And of course, Melvin uh, Gordon, one of the top uh, running backs. Just real quick, and then we'll go on with the uh, Ram schedule. I'm shocked that uh, they haven't resigned Antonio Gates. You know, from, mm-hmm. uh, from the loss of Hunter Henry. Really surprised he's not back in there. I wonder if it's going to happen soon, or maybe it happens at the week mm-hmm. one where you have to pay the veteran minimum and all that stuff here. But surprised he's not back there to replace uh, mm-hmm. Hunter Henry. I mean, the Chargers have a, their defense. Uh, they lost Verrett, Verrett, too. So this team just, man, they are snake bitten. Last year they couldn't hit a field goal. This year it's injuries right, for the Verrett, season starts here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still Gordon. You know, you got Keenan Allen. You got Phillip Rivers. The the division has taken a step back. The Raiders are really mm-hmm. an afterthought here. That Kansas City defense is pathetic. They're going to have some issues there, and I don't know if Mahomes is going to be good enough right off the bat to cover for it. Denver, uh, you know, every time I keep uh, thinking of Case Keenum, I keep thinking, boy, the Vikings really didn't want him. You know, said they decided to pay eighty-four million for Kirk Cousins. You know, to me, that speaks volumes of what they think of Keenum. And I don't know if Keenum's going to be the answer there. I think they're going to want him to be sort of their their, their Alex Smith. You know, just mm-hmm. control the game. Don't make mistakes here. We'll try and win it with defense there. So I think the Chargers are the class of that division. That's why it's hard not to like them. Mm-hmm. All right. Good points there. Uh, I think Keenum's going to surprise some people. And I kind of agree with you. They might use him more, uh, you know, uh, as a guy to control the game, uh, then, you know, leave it wide open. But he's got some, some, some weapons there. But let's go on with the, the Rams. So uh, you have him at 2-1, and one, uh, week four, Minnesota. Uh, this is a game we discussed last time we took the Vikings. I believe I took the Rams here, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So we'll, we'll try and stay consistent here. All right. Um, and then week five at Seattle. They play three road games in a row here. At Seattle, at yep. Denver, at San Fran. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, I think I picked... Uh, all right, I'm going to pick... Uh, I'm gonna, they're going to beat Seattle. All right, I'm going to give them... The, they're going to beat Seattle. They have an extra rest here. Seattle's not... I've said over, over and over again, they're not the same team they used to be. Give me mm-hmm. the Rams. All right. Uh, at Denver? Yeah, give me, give me the Rams here, too. I, I just mm-hmm. don't trust Case Keen to be able to stick up with this team. I, I don't. All right. And uh, at San Fran? 
All right, here comes the silence of the Rams here. They're not going to win three road mm-hmm. games in a row, back to back to back. Mm-hmm. All right, this is where we'll give, right. uh, we'll, give Sam, we'll give Jimmy Garoppolo here. He comes out there, gives the 49ers some hope. They beat the Rams. All right, and then week eight at home against the Packers. A little brutal here. You, this. you know, they yeah, get the yeah, Packers, yeah, and then the next week they get New Orleans. Four to five road mm-hmm. games here. Schedule maker mm-hmm. not kind at all here. Uh, against Green Bay, back at home, happy, they win. All right, so that's a sixth win. And then at New Orleans. Oh, they're hating the road again. Silence of the Rams. Saints win. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. And then at home against Seattle. Win. All right. Uh, versus Kansas City, Monday night. And this is in Mexico City. Uh, Mexico City, yeah. Uh, really not a home game for either team there. But give me mm-hmm. the Rams. All right, that's their eighth win. Then they have their bye week, and then they take on the Lions in Detroit. Oof, I think uh, it's after a bye week, though. I, I love coming after the bye week. Young team, be rested, refreshed a little bit. Late bye week, too, so it might really come in handy for them. Mm-hmm. Give me the Rams. All right. Then they travel to Chicago, week 14. It, uh, it could be real cold in Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> could be cold. Could be chill. But it's a, it's an mm-hmm. early uh, one o'clock game on Fox. Not a not a night game. Mm-hmm. I think the Rams will travel well anyway because they uh, great defense and a great running game. Uh, in my mind, I said the Rams are like sort of the, the Cowboys of the '90s. They're not going to ask mm-hmm. Goff to throw the ball all over the field. They can win it with uh, Gurley. They're Emmett Smith and, it, and their defense, like the Cowboys mm-hmm. did uh, for those years. Um, so cold or not, give me the Rams. That's their 10th win. Uh, then they play the Eagles, which I don't remember. I'm sorry who you took <laughs> earlier. It's at home, so I assume I took the Rams. When it comes to the two great teams, or really good teams, mm-hmm. I generally take the home team. So give me the Rams here. All right. That's their 11th win. And then uh, the last two games at Arizona and then home against the 49ers. Yeah, they're going to beat Arizona, and I can't see the 49ers uh, sweeping them, not unless that, that game doesn't mean anything to the Rams. Mm-hmm. So uh, give me the Rams. 13 wins wouldn't shock me. There you go. 13 wins for the Rams. So uh, uh, the uh, over-under was 10, so we're going over on uh, on that. And uh, what do you think about uh, Goff and Gurley? It looks like uh, no preseason snaps for them, what do you think about the strategy of the Rams? I mean, uh, so far, nothing out of their wide receivers. Maybe they play week three uh, in the preseason. But uh, what do you think of that strategy of totally resting, you know, your, your, your stars? I mean, do, do you think your stars need to take some hits or do you think it's a smart move? I don't want to talk really taking hits. Or really any mm-hmm. running back. You know, Bell, Bell's not there anyway, but uh, David Johnson, Zeke Elliott, no thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I would like to say Goff's take some reps, you know, and mm-hmm. against, in some game action. I think it would depend on how much you trust the offensive line. Like, I have no problem well, tomorrow what, yeah. night. The Cowboys aren't playing Dak Prescott mm-hmm. and Ezekiel Elliott. But you don't have Travis Frederick. You don't have Zach Martin. I'm in total agreement there. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want mm-hmm. these guys taking unnecessary hits. If the Rams' offensive line is healthy enough to play, then I think you play Goff. Yeah, I, I do. You know, I don't think you, you can't live scared with your quarterback. You see Tom Brady out there playing, and his offensive line's nowhere mm-hmm. near what you have there, right? I mean, so mm-hmm. I would just tell Goff, listen, I don't care if you're throwing four pick sixes. Don't take any hits. Get rid of the ball. You know, that sort of mm-hmm. thing there. So uh, I'm probably a little bit concerned about it because he's a young quarterback. I think the reps are important here. I, I would understand that more with Brady, who I don't think needs the reps. You know, so a little mm-hmm. bit of concern. The running backs, though, Todd Gurley, no, not concerned at all. Okay. All right. Uh, and, yeah, that, supposedly it depends on how many starting offensive linemen we're, are going to be playing, whether or not Goff gets any uh, any reps this week, but we'll see. Uh, what do you think about the uh, wide receivers at his disposal? I mean, he's got some some pretty good ones. I mean, Brandon Cooks, uh, big play receiver, Robert Woods, maybe the PPR guy. And Cooper Cup, I mean, no one really talking about him this year. I mean, they talked about him a lot last year, had a very good uh, red zone target uh for Cooper Cup, uh, what are we thinking about their wide receivers? It's a nice group. I just don't know if they're going to throw the ball enough for it truly to matter. 
Mm-hmm. Cooks is a better Sammy Watkins, but they didn't use Sammy Watkins last year. They used him as a deep threat. Once again, pull the right. safety over, open up the, the middle of the field, let Todd Gurley run wild. That's the way his team is operated. Uh, mm-hmm. Robert Woods had a fantastic year last year because it was one-on coverage, one-on-one coverage with the second cornerback. He was the afterthought mm-hmm. there. Maybe that picks up this year. Cooper Cup is really another very good receiver. I don't think there are enough balls to go around for all three of these guys. I don't. And uh, if they spread it out evenly, then they're all hurt so much, especially Cooks, because you're drafting him so much earlier. As a matter of fact, if it spreads mm-hmm. out evenly, then Cup's the guy you want because he's the guy who's being drafted the latest. I like them all. I would just like them all more if they were in a better, um, a different situation. Not a better one, just a different situation for them. Gotcha. Okay, we'll, have, uh, we'll be back with more fantasy football. You're listening to Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Updates. Fantasy Factor is the only exclusively single-entry DFS site. They have free rolls registering all the time and great promotions for free prizes. Keep a look out for Fantasy Factor's free uh, $1 million Survivor Contest opening about a week before NFL kickoff. Go to FantasyFactor.com. That's FantasyFactor.com. Interesting. Uh, who, who was that uh, that you brought in uh, with us, uh, Sean Angle, that, that song? I can't think of the group, but... Uh, that is Blood, Sweat, and Tears. There you go. There you go. You're right. Yes. I'll tell you, you have a very interesting, uh, we spoke about this earlier, very interesting musical taste. I, I like that song a lot, too. So uh, I, I think they might be the 70s, right? They're not the 60s, right? I believe that is the 70s, but let me double check that right here, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no big deal. I've been around since the George, late 60s. There you go. Okay. George, a big uh, blood, sweat, and tears kind of guy? I like the tune. No, I wouldn't say I'm a big blood, mm-hmm. sweat, and tears guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, it's going to take blood, sweat, and tears to, to win uh, your fantasy league, no? Uh, generally, it's going to go all in. going to take some work. You know, it's going mm-hmm. to take some work. It's not going to be uh, all that easy for most leagues here. You're going to have to, uh, you have to work it. There have been very few leagues that I think I've won where the, it was over from week one on, right, where you mm-hmm. just knew you were going to win. We all think, most of us think we all, we drafted very well. We have a great team. And then, you know, the tears coming after that. You know, injuries happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and <laughs> then you got to put that blood and sweat in. You know, that churn that mm-hmm. wave of wire. Work those trade wires to find the, the players you need to, to get replacements. Trading, and nowadays is extremely difficult you know it's hard it's to find a, a willing partner yeah right. yeah it, it's our fault I, I know whose fault it is it's, it's shows like <laughs> this one because everyone's afraid uh-huh. that's because no one wants to make a fair deal anymore everyone wants to win the deal mm-hmm. you know no one just wants mm-hmm. to, to do an even deal if they don't think they're winning the deal they're not doing the deal and it's because mm-hmm. of shows like us they're afraid of uh oh you know uh, i made this deal for this deal well, you're a moron that's a terrible deal you got ripped <laughs> off that's what they're afraid of yeah, which makes you wonder, why don't you ask before you make the deal? Ha! Huh. Right. Wouldn't that be a novel uh, idea? And then you'll find out if it's a good deal or not. And everyone's so super educated because of shows like this one and the shows that uh, are on our network uh, all day long. So, uh, like I said, it's our fault. But uh, let's take a look at the uh, Carolina Panthers. We skipped, uh, skipped over a couple teams. Their over-under win total is nine. So why don't we take a look at their schedule? 
And uh, they open up at home against the Cowboys. Another situation where if it was in Dallas, I'd probably go Dallas. The only thing that scares me about Carolina, man, they have a lot of injuries. A lot mm-hmm. of injuries, especially across that offensive line. They may not have three starters on that offensive line come week one. That could be an issue there. Still, it's in Carolina. I think I have to go Carolina. Mm-hmm. All right. uh, week two at Atlanta. At Atlanta, I think, and once again, I think I've said it before, Atlanta's one of the better teams in the NFC. Uh, mm-hmm. and I, I like the Falcons a lot this year. I, li- I like what they've done there. They're strong across the board here. Yeah, give me Atlanta. All right. I believe I saw, uh, I didn't read the article, but I think Sports Illustrated predicts that they're going to win the Super Bowl, the Falcons. But uh, all right. Um, Cincinnati, week three. Take that as a probably a win oh, for the Panthers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Early bye week. Yeah. Early bye week for the Panthers. They have a bye in week four. And then they uh, play the Giants at home week five. See, more bye week rates. There should be eight bye weeks. Each division should get their own bye week. It should be rotated each year, so it's fair. You know, if you, mm. get, if you get it in week five this year, then it's week six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's going round and round like that. Uh, week four mm-hmm. bye week is really kind of silly. No one's banged up. Yeah. Well, sure, uh, all that banged up yet. But anyway, doesn't mm-hmm. matter. That's just more me uh, complaining. Uh, we're talking about New York, the Giants in, uh, in week five. Uh, it's at home. Give me the Falcons. If it was on the road, I might feel differently. We're doing the Panthers, remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, Panthers are Giants. I don't like this Panther <laughs> yeah. team. I really don't. I am not a fan. I got the Falcons mm-hmm. in my head. Uh, it's Sports Illustrated's picking them. Um, yeah, yeah. Panthers, Giants. Uh, give me the Giants. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not feeling the Panthers. I'm not. Yeah, I, I think I would take the, the Giants here as well, uh, even though it's a road game for the Giants. But uh, week six at Redskins. Another game. I, I'm not. Like I said I'm not in love with this Panther team, but I don't think they, I don't think they'll lose to New York and Washington. You know, mm-hmm. well, neither one. They're all sort of the same team. They're all the same grouping. Uh, so give mm-hmm. me give me the Panthers here. All right, that's their third win. And then they, uh, week seven at uh, the Eagles. Yeah, I already said that's a loss. That's a loss, yeah. Uh, Baltimore at home, week eight. Once again, I'll, I'll give them the home win against the uh, Ravens, another team I'm not in love with. I think they, they have their own issues there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tampa Bay at home, week nine. Uh, Winston's back by then, but it's in Carolina. I think it's a close game. Give me Carolina. That's, by the way, with the, the Ravens, I was a little upset because uh, uh, what is it, Hayden Hurst is his name, a tight end. That, uh, yeah, three to four weeks. Have, yeah, I thought he might have been a good uh, sleeper candidate. But uh, Okay, so uh, you're giving the uh, Panthers a win over Tampa Bay, right? And then they play at Pittsburgh Thursday night, week 10. That's, we already said that's a loss. i got to give the Steelers a win right, there. Right. At Detroit, week 11. Another loss. Okay. Uh, Seattle at home. These are two teams you don't like. Yeah, you don't I like can't... the Panthers and you're not like the... <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like Seattle either. It's another situation. It was, it was in Seattle. I'm going to Seattle on the road. Are they going to lose three straight? No, they, they win this one. Give me Carolina. Okay, this is Carolina beating Seattle at home. And then they travel to Tampa Bay week 13. All right, this one they lose here. Division game on the road. They're not beating Tampa Bay. Winston, I'll give the Bucks a win. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, at Cleveland for week 14. I'll tell you, the, the wheels are coming off here. They're losing to Cleveland, too. Wow. Okay. Um, I, I'm with you on that one. I, th- I think uh, Cleveland could win that game. Then uh, week 15, Monday night game at home against the Saints. And the wheels really are coming I off. Said, yeah, the, the wheels, they're, they're all off now. Loss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, wow, Then this is a tough way to end the season. Uh, Atlanta. Yeah, you see where I'm going with this here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so get the wheels. I, I think the motor might yeah, have fallen yeah. off now. <laughs> and then the, at, at the Saints, week 17. So uh, Now the I car has just the, exploded. Yeah. So now you're giving them six wins, which uh, I, I really couldn't argue with any of your calls on that one. Yeah, I have them on well, well under the nine. I know. I think I've been over mm-hmm. on every team. Here's your first under. There you go. All right. So, uh, in terms of uh, 
team narratives, right? You said you picked up Cam Newton. Um, so, I mean, basically, I, I think because he could run the ball, that, that's what gives him the fantasy value, right? Very inconsistent guy uh, in terms of uh, performance-wise, no? Oh, yes. As, a, as an NFL quarterback, mm-hmm. he's not very good. Mm-hmm. He's not. Mm-hmm. He's a, if he didn't have run CMC there, he just flip the ball to out of the backfield and increase that, uh, you know, his percentage, and he'd be, he'd be mm-hmm. much worse. He's not a very good downfield thrower. I mean, oh, Kelvin Benjamin certainly agrees with me, right? Uh, didn't have anything nice to say <laughs> right. about him. Uh, right. He's lucky to have someone like Devin Funches, who has a big wingspan, to go up and get the ball. His uh, is inaccurate throws. Greg Olson, same thing there. I just worry that mm-hmm. Olson's not the same. He's lost a step. Not the same back he used to. Uh, not the same t- tight end he used to be. Maybe. I mean, may- DJ Moore, maybe he comes out and, and gives him that deep threat they need. But they don't really have that either. Uh, I have mm-hmm. a lot of worries about this passing offense here. Uh, Torrey Smith, certainly not, not a lot of reliability there either. I think uh, Carolina has some issues here. I do like, uh, like I said, I like Christian McCaffrey. But Cam's got to do what he's – I thought last year that they might protect Cam and not mm-hmm. have him throw as much anymore. Certainly not have him sneak those uh, balls in at the goal line because protect his head. And right. they threw that by the wayside. And then you see last night he got dinged up again on a run. And even he admits mm-hmm. he was thinking about it as he's run, okay, what do I got to get down? I gotta, it's a meaningless preseason game, and he still didn't get down. And he gets hit. Right. You know, I don't know what to think here. He's just not the brightest guy on the planet that you don't know to get down, even in meaningless games. Especially in preseason. You know, yeah. right. It's meaningless. Get down. You shouldn't be taking any mm-hmm. hits here. You, we've seen him a couple of times now during the regular season where he's, he slows down and then he gets crushed because he's slowing down. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, I said, uh, mm. I don't know. It just doesn't seem to be. Uh, I, it just it worries me. That being said, mm-hmm. I don't think Carolina can have him play cautious. Because they right. need what the only way they win is if he's playing Cam. And he's just going lights mm-hmm. out here. Plus, I think Thomas Davis is also suspended for the first couple of games there. You know, uh, now, uh, Keekley has an injury history. He's got concussion problems of his own. I think they have a lot of problems here. That's the bottom line here. I don't think they're going to approach nine wins. Hmm. Yeah, personally, I, I know you picked him, but uh, I kind of avoid him uh, in any format. I mean, in, if I had to draft him in one quarterback league, which I wouldn't, I, I, you have to make sure that you get a, a very good backup, all right? I mean, high upside in fantasy scoring uh, based on his ability to run with the ball, but uh, comes with high risk as well. And you, I love the analysis that you gave me. Maybe, you know, you know, maybe not, not too smart. <laughs> uh, been a lot of love being thrown uh, Christian McCaffrey's way, right? especially recently. Uh, but I was looking at his uh, ADP on the uh, NFFC uh, website. It's been consistent. He's been RB11, uh, you know, since way back, since, you know, the you know March or whatever. But uh, uh, people thinking that, uh, you know, he's not just a, a a top option in PPR leagues, but uh, in standard as well, they're impressed with his uh, running between the tackles. Where do you stand with that? I mean, I, I happen to love McCaffrey, but I love him a lot more in in PPR leagues. I mean, you know, the the CJ Anderson factor that the, you know the Panthers brought in CJ Anderson. Uh, I think it's going to uh, cut into his his workload. I mean, and, uh, you know, Panthers uh, had said earlier uh, in the preseason that he was going to get, we've spoken about this, right? Uh, the 30 touches or 30 carries or whatnot. Uh, I, I just see that McCaffrey carries more value in, uh, in PPR leagues. Well, I think that's, everybody knows that throughout uh, fantasy. The question it, is how it, much more But it more seems value. like it's changing. Really, it seems like, the, it seems like more and more it's people not are like ignoring He that. has much more value right. in PPR leagues. Everybody and their mother knows that. Uh, the question is how much more value. That's really all it is. Uh, if they're going to run him some between the tackles or more than they used to, that's great. It'll help in standard leagues. Mm-hmm. When does that stop? When he starts to get beat up too much and now he's not that fast. I was going to say, when he gets hurt. As he used to be. All right, mm-hmm. so that's, that's going to be the issue there. You got C.J. Anderson for a reason. All right, he's a better Jonathan Stewart at this point in their careers. That's exactly what he is. Use him. Mm-hmm. This is not a bad back or somebody you can't trust here. Uh, in my mind, if it's not broke, don't fix it. And with the way that the, uh, the Panthers ran their running backs, isn't broke. You know, you can have 
C.G. Anderson run between the tackles. Christian McCaffrey does do what he does on the outside. That's not to say every now and then you can't run in between the tackles. But if you try and make mm-hmm. him do that eight, ten times a game, you're going to put the man in the hospital by week six. It doesn't make yeah. sense. You know, it's not like you don't have any of the backs there who can do this. Uh, I want really very little to do with uh, run CMC in a standard league. I think they may try it. I don't think they'll be successful. I think teams would love mm-hmm. it if he's running between the tackles. You know, defense, they'd be mm-hmm. thrilled. You know, that's one less thing they have to worry about. He's not as big a threat there. C.G. Anderson's a bigger threat. I don't think he's also going to be the goal line back there. I think that's, first of all, even if you thought he was, you know Cam's still going to steal a good portion of those because that's what he does so well. Yeah, I don't think the mm-hmm. Panthers, they didn't protect him last year. I don't see them doing it this year. Uh, and, you got, and you got C.G. Anderson, who's a very good goal line back. So in my mind, I just wonder if this is one of those things where they're just trying to put something, make defenses think about something that really mm-hmm. may be a, more of a mirage than anything else. With you on that, so um, yeah, I guess before we get to uh, we're getting close to a uh, commercial break. Uh, should we start another team? Maybe we pick uh, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs at eight and a half, or should we talk about Rashard Matthews? Finally, we find out what his uh, lower body uh, injury is. Knee, he had knee surgery. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing, you know, that teams aren't forced to uh, report. Injuries, and we'll talk about uh, Rashard Matthews, wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, so, first week of August, the guy had knee surgery. What are we thinking about Rashard Matthews? He has a uh, torn meniscus. All right, so mm-hmm. uh, they do expect him to come off the PUP uh, at some point next week, which you would think that gives him enough time, assuming no setbacks. Enough time mm-hmm. to play week one. He has slipped in drafts because, once, once again, nobody knew what the hell was going on here. He was on PUP right. for a long time. You know, uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I wonder, was this a new injury? Was it just discovered? Because what took them so long to get this, uh, uh, to, to get this cleaned up, you know, to get this repaired? Yeah, from what I understand, you know, he wasn't even taking there. part in off-season workouts. So I don't know right. if he, it took him a while to That's what I mean. To, to Is it, was this MRI? a new injury? Yeah. Was it a new injury, or did they not diagnose it correctly? It does make you wonder, wonder what happened there. So uh, mm-hmm. meniscus generally heals about around four weeks, so the timetable does seem to be correct. So I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I'm on board with uh, Matthews. I think the value he's falling to in the draft is nice, but now is he behind mm-hmm. Corey Davis? You know, you got to worry about mm-hmm. that behind Delaney Walker. Uh, it's not going to be a big-time passing offense anyway, so there are right. still some things to worry about here. Uh, to me, uh, I mean, the guy I want out of this uh, offense, I do like Delaney Walker, of course, uh, tight end-wise, but uh, I-, I think uh, it's Corey Davis's time to shine. I mean, the uh, guy has a heck of a uh, lot of talent, you know, uh, played hurt last year, you know, but uh, I think it uh, the – and you, you brought up a good point. I don't know how – if you're going to love any – Tennessee Titan wide receiver. But for me, if I had to pick one, uh, it's Corey Davis. But you're right in terms of Richard Matthews being a value where you can get him right now. But uh, he might might not uh, give you any production till like maybe week three. And that's a worry. Once again, slow start to the season. Maybe they protect him a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I would definitely draft Corey Davis over him. But this is not going to be a big-time passing offense. This, this team is, once again, right. built defense and the running game, mm-hmm. Henry and Deion Lewis, and Mariota can run the ball. And I think they're going to let him lose right. more this year than they have in the past. There's already been reports that he looks faster this year than at any point last year, which makes sense because he was coming back off back-to-back season-ending injuries his first two seasons. So uh, I like the running game much more than the passing game here. All right, when we come back, we'll take a look at the Kansas City Chiefs and their schedule. Vegas has them at 8.5 on their win total. Let's see what George thinks. We'll be back with more Weekend Fantasy Update. 